Bonjour and welcome to the Elegant Alchemy podcast where we explore how to cultivate a rich inner world whilst creating an elegant outer one because both are necessary ingredients of a life well lived. I'm Rima Nouri, your hostess, certified coach, Parisienne by heart and creator of Le Petit Mot where at the beginning of each week I share with you how to create elegant transformation in your everyday life with inspiring stories, practical tips, surprising questions and a good dose of joie de vivre. Alchemy is what we do. Elegant is how we do it. Let's get started. Bonjour, mes amis, and welcome to another episode of the Elegant Alchemy podcast. Last week, I asked my community of elegant alchemists for feedback on where they currently were in their lives, and many of the ladies shared a certain apprehension at this time of the year after the summer holidays. When they think about what lies ahead of them, they feel overwhelmed, they feel stuck. It's like there's so much to do, too much to do, not knowing where to start. And in my work, I noticed that whenever that happens, the person is defined by their problem. So in today's episode, I invite you to take a look at that. And of course, I'll share what you can do about it. My first conscious encounter with someone being defined by the problem or rather defining herself with the problem was many years ago and unsurprisingly that someone was yours truly. The place was a seminar room in Switzerland. The time was many years ago during my very first coaching training. Our instructor had just issued a statement. We work with the assumption that the solution has nothing to do with a problem. Come again? Actually, I think he thoroughly enjoyed our flabbergasted expressions. Yes, he said, the solution has nothing to do with the problem. That day, I still remember... I left class utterly confused and slightly irritated and it would not be the last time. That's what happens in a coaching training. So I was thinking, what does that even mean? The solution has nothing to do with the problem. Why? Why has the solution nothing to do with the problem? Of course, the solution is linked to the problem. I mean, come on. Once my first confusion had calmed down, I started to take a closer look at my assumptions, which were at the time that a solution is intrinsically linked to the problem. Digging a bit deeper, I discovered that in my world there were actually exactly two solutions to each problem. Solution number one, the absence of the problem. Solution number two, the opposite of the problem. Now, please take a moment, you can stop the recording here, and think about a problem you currently have in your life. It can be small, big, serious or silly, it doesn't matter. 
Your problem could be the number on the scale, the corona crisis, your mother-in-law, the number on your bank account, the fact that your husband snores, the place you live in, the place you work in, a pimple on your nose or the mess in your basement. So think about a problem. And now think about a solution. I bet that the first solution that comes to mind is either the absence of the problem, like your mother-in-law suddenly moves to an island at the other end of the world without phone or internet, or the opposite of the problem. You go from a size 16 to a size 2, right? Now, when these two are the only possible scenarios... It means that there are only two possible ways to deal with that problem that doesn't give you much of a chance for them to really work. I don't know about you, but for me, the idea of having only the choice between two possibilities to act upon a problem, it makes me feel like I'm in a straitjacket. And the absence or the opposite might very well not be the right solution for what the problem in question is. There is this saying, I don't know if you've heard it. If your only tool is a hammer, then you have to treat everything as a nail. I let you imagine what that leads to. Another point to consider, when you look for solutions that are tied to the problem, chances are that it's something that you tried before. Not very successfully, since the problem in question is still there. And it's a safe bet that you have been beating yourself up for that or that you are still beating yourself up for it and that you buy into the narrative of if only I tried harder, if only I had more willpower, etc, etc. You know that voice in your head. And the longer that happens, the heavier and more charged the whole problem becomes, the less you believe that you can actually solve it. And the more your resistances grow and there you are in a hamster wheel of shame and blame and overwhelm. Now, that might sound a bit dramatic, but haven't we all experienced it? I certainly have. I could actually number countless examples of my own life. So, back to my coaching training. When I had arrived at that point in my musings, I thought, well, Maybe I could give this crazy idea a try. The solution has nothing to do with the problem. I started to really embrace the idea. Now imagine for a moment. Remember the problem you just chose? The solution for XYZ, state your problem, has nothing to do with state your problem again. So if you can actually please pause this podcast for a moment and say it out loud. The solution to XYZ has nothing to do with XYZ. How does that feel? Now here's what happens when you change your thinking in that way. It gives you immediate freedom from the problem. You don't have to mull over the problem again and again and again, which might be familiar, but it's certainly not agreeable to do and it's certainly not constructive to do so. You can start to think about a solution right away without going through this endless mill again and again. 
then you also can start finding a solution or solutions before the problem is finished. Most people assume automatically that the problem has to be done and dusted and eradicated from the face of earth before they can even start to get to the solution part. But since the solution has nothing to do with the problem, you can put all your energy into creating the solution and leave the problem aside for now. And finally, you get the chance of a fresh start. You don't have to carry all the weight of the past, of the problem, of your perceived failures and shortcomings and all that. Leave them where they belong, with the problem. You are now with the solution and your solution thrives on a fresh creative take, new thinking and an unencumbered state of mind. Now, I can already hear you say, well, Rima, this is all well and good, but if it is like you say, if there are more solutions than the two of absence and opposite, if, as it were, there is a nearly unlimited number of solutions, how on earth shall I find the right one? How do I get into that fresh mindset, that freedom of the past, etc., etc.? So let me share with you this elegant alchemy approach. Please think of your problem and ask yourself. Imagine if XYZ weren't a problem. Please let that sink in for a moment. Now, I know these kinds of questions are those that one reads in a blog post or in a book or one listens to in a podcast, Naspa. But rarely do people go deeper than thinking, yeah, right, come on, or wouldn't that be nice? But I invite you to take this question really serious. What if XYZ weren't a problem? And this is a question valid for any kind of problem, whether it's big, small, personal, general, professional, whether it's very serious or very silly. Now, when you ask this question, it doesn't mean that the problem suddenly disappears. It's just that you change your standpoint and you don't longer view it as a problem. You can view it as a challenge, as a fact, as a task, as something you are going to learn to live with. But you don't longer view it as a problem that needs to disappear at all costs. And If you are changing your standpoint, if you are starting to think differently, then you can ask yourself, if X, Y, Z weren't a problem, what would be different? What would you do? There are certainly things that you would do when things were different. What could you do? What do you no longer need to procrastinate upon? Problems are wonderful playground for procrastination. If XYZ were no longer a problem, what do you no longer need to procrastinate upon? What could you stop doing? These are all questions that really merit some time, some thinking, some journaling 
But these are questions that can really open a door where before you thought a wall. I invite you to take some time to live with these questions and you will be amazed of what will emerge. My question to you is, what could you accomplish? I leave you with this question. Thank you very much for listening to the Elegant Alchemy podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I'm looking forward to meet you for the next one. Au revoir.